Right now on Truth Today, we're celebrating Independence Day, but do we in this nation have dependency on God like our founders did when they signed the Declaration of Independence? We're going to be talking about dependency on God, a new, renewed declaration of dependency on God right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us here today on, on Truth Today. Pastor Sharam Hayden with Truth in Love Ministry, TILministry.com. TILministry.com is our website. If you're not on our website, you're on Rumble, please make sure you check out our website at TIL Ministry. But also, for those of you who are not on Rumble, please go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian. And please, three things we ask you to do please subscribe if you have not. And then share and like, please, because that's where we're putting all, all of our content. We archive our content on our website and also on Rumble. Um, I know that uh, many of us uh, are, have plans today uh, with family. And, um, and, and if, you ha- if you took the time to jump on live with us today, uh, I'm grateful that you have done that. I'm grateful that you've taken that time to come and be able to uh, join us. This is a message that I brought uh, on Sunday at Patriot Church. If you did not get a chance to listen to our message, my message on Sunday, uh, that I think we have an image for it that was called The Writing on the Wall for America. The Writing on the Wall for America. And um, uh, yes, right there. So uh, that's the message. Uh, we, We will download this message and put it up on our Rumble page here in the next day or two. But it is also on patriotchurch.us. Um, uh, dot, no, patriotchurch.us. Patriotchurch.us is the, um, the website. And I think it was on the Facebook page. Patriot Church's Knoxville pa- Facebook page also had that message. And so I want to encourage you, if you didn't get a chance, please go and listen to that message. Uh, but being today, uh, I was excited to teach on Sunday because uh, it's been a long time since July 2nd has fallen on a Sunday. And July 2nd, of course, is, is instrumental for this nation, America, because it was our birth. It was, the, it, it was the day that our birth certificate as a nation was signed by those 56 signers from the, from the delegates from the various colonies uh, and 29 of those signers of, of, of the Declaration of Independence were ordained ministers. And 36, so 29 out of 56, more than half, and 36 or 37 um, had seminary background. So 29 were ordained ministers. 36 or 37 had ministry, uh, had, had, had uh, um, seminary training meaning that they knew about God, they knew about the Bible, and this was a profound, um, it, was a, it was a profound inspiration and motivation for them as they penned the declaration, as we're going to read in a minute. But before I do that, as always in our show, as before I talk about this message today for the Declaration of Dependence on God. So what I've titled today's message, and um, if we have that image, uh, is uh, our declaration of dependence on God, a time of choosing. So our declaration of dependence on God, a time of choosing. So we'll come back to that in a minute. But I, I want to go to our Bible verse this morning. And it's a very short one because I don't want to take too much time on this this morning. And it is from the book of Isaiah chapter 41. From the book of Isaiah chapter 41 in verse 13. And again, uh, the, the message here is that the theme of this chapter of the book of Isaiah is God desires to be an ever-present help to Israel. So the prophet here is speaking to both the apostate Israel and then the uh, lukewarm, back and forth Judah, the nation of Judah. But the message here to Israel is that God desires to help. God wants to be an ever-present help if uh, they will turn to God. And in verse um, 
10 and 13, the Lord says to Israel, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will surely help you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. And then in verse 13, I love this. For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and tells you, do not fear, I will help you. So as we look at the world and as we look at the condition of our nation and the message again that I did on Sunday, the writing on the wall for America, what would God say to America if he could write a message on the wall, a hand on the wall, like in the story of Daniel chapter 5 with the Babylonian king Belshazzar, what would he write? He would write, would he write what he wrote to Belshazzar? Mene, mene, tekel, ufarsin. Your days have been numbered, your days have been numbered, you have been weighed and found wanting, and now I am coming to divide your kingdom. What would he say to America and our condition? So we can focus on that, but what I want to focus on is our dependency on God. As we come to the place of celebrating our 247th birthday as a nation, we are at a place where as a nation we are no longer depending on God. We have forsaken God, and it's a time of a renewing of our declaration. We as Christians must renew our declaration to God. All we can do is control what we do. And so today I'm going to read to you, um, uh, after I, I share a little bit on the Declaration of Independence, I want to read to you the Declaration of Dependence. This should be for every home, every Christian family, every mom and dad for, for us to, to, to do this. And here's the link. If you want to go read it, here's the link to the website. It's called Our Declaration of Dependence on God. It's at tilministry.com declaration. If you have not taken the time to read this on our website, please go read this on our website. And if you agree with it, there's a place where you can become a signatory. And we actually need to update our list here soon of our signatories. But the whole purpose is what is out of this verse in Isaiah 41. For I am the Lord your God, who takes a hold of your right hand and declares to you, do not fear, I will help you. And so if we declare our dependency on God, I am expected even in these last days, in these insane days, in these crazy days, in these dark days, that there will be much power and deliverance of God, as was for the founders when they were struggling with what to do, this conundrum between obeying the king, obeying what they were being told is to obey God if you obey the king, and or obeying God and rebelling against the king, resisting, a better word is resisting the king. So let me go to the Declaration uh, of Independence, and we're going to review this a little bit here on, 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 on the beauty, I think the beauty and the inspiration of this document, the Declaration of Independence. And we have an image there that we're going to bring up for the for the Declaration of Dependence that, um, do you have that? I sent that to you. It's down there. Nope, that's not the one. Right? Nope. To the left, son. Right there. So uh, this is the, the Declaration. You see on the screen there that it says July 4, 1776. So today, today marks 247 years that this document was officially released. But the actual signing was July 2nd. The actual day when they made the agreement, they penned their names from the colonies, the various representatives, was July 2nd. And that's why I was excited to teach on Sunday. So I want to read to you the first paragraph of the Declaration of Independence as we're celebrating today our independence in a nation that is, 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 is uh, in deep, deep trouble corrupt, uh, lawless, the morals have been decayed, our morals have been gutted, 
Look at what's going on in our, in our government schools. Look at what's going on in our federal government with all the weaponization, our, our, our open borders, invasion, uh, demasculating men, destroying families. Remember, we covered that last week when we went through the rise and fall of the American empire, right? We covered that. If you, if you, again, if you want to watch those two shows, we did part one, part two, the rise and fall of the American empire. And I said to you that the average empire, which America certainly qualifies as one, has a lifespan, a shelf span, an expiration date of about 250 years, and we're on 247. We are getting close to the end, meaning if we go past 250, now we're bucking the trend. So here's what the declaration is. When in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. So they're now stating, look, it has become necessary in the course of human events, that sometimes people have to separate from one another, that we have to dissolve our connections. We formed this nation with the consent of the governed. That's what the declaration asserts. And now it has come time. But in order for us to do that, number one, they're saying we have to give you the reasons why, which is what they do in the declaration, right? There's 27 grievances that are listed in the Declaration of Independence. They talk about a long train of abuses. A long train of abuses. They talk about that to secure the rights that, 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 that are there, that government is instituted among men, deriving their just power from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, what are those ends? Go back a couple of lines that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, meaning that you cannot put a lien. Some say unalienable. I believe the word there is more closely unalienable. There are, they are unalienable, but they're also unalienable, meaning you can't put a lien on a right that God has granted. You can't take away a right that God has granted unless he specifically allows you to do it. If, for example, you're going to uh, carry out capital punishment in the laws of a nation, it can only be as God has ordained it in his word. You cannot deprive somebody of their liberty unless they have broken, a, they have committed a crime in alignment with what? Go back to the first paragraph, the very laws of nature and of nature's God. This is why for a long time, the crime of, homo, or uh, not crime, but homosexuality was a crime. Now, I don't agree with what Islam does because in Islam, it's punishable by death under Sharia, under their law. But in this nation, it was a crime of indecency because it was considered against the laws of nature. Anything that is against the laws of nature was deemed as being a crime. You can agree with that, you cannot agree with that, but that's the way that our foundation was laid upon, laid upon the foundation of the moral law of God. Murdering babies, right? If you, if you murder a baby, either outside the womb or in the womb, that's a crime. It should be unlawful, not a right enshrined, quote-unquote, in the, in the Constitution. So, they said that we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights. And among these are, among these, not, th not that there's only these three, but among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of your happiness. And so, this document, the Declaration of Independence, was a document not of rebellion, but they're saying, look, we are forced to a place because there's a long train of abuses. 
and we're forced to a place of separation. And now the reason the, 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 or the foundation for our separation is we must obey the laws of nature and of nature's God. Laws of nature and nature's God entitle us to a certain set of rights. And those are being abused. Well, could we not make that argument today in 2023 in this nation? That we, are, we have a long, long, long train of abuses. That the rights that God has enshrined are being trampled upon. And government has grown to become tyrannical, despotic, out of control, corrupt, indecent, immoral, lawless, two-tiered justice, three-tiered justice. And so therefore, what do we do? Well, what we do, let's go back to that image, please, Drya. We declare our dependency on God. We declare our dependency on God. We, must, we have one choice. We have, when we're in this place, just like with Israel, God's saying, come to me. Come to me. I'm your help. I am your help. Come to me. And that's what we got to do. So I want to share with you, um, because when, 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 um, when the founders were, were, when the colonists were meeting in Philadelphia at the Second Continental Congress, this is uh, an image that we have of, you know, you've seen this image before of their meeting, of, of, of what um, they, they looked like you know, the, 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 the kind of the condition and the, and, and the, uh, and the, and the uh, back and forth banter. Go ahead and bring this up, please. And so this is the image of them meeting. And you've seen this image before, but I want to share with you that it was chaotic. That it was chaotic when they were meeting. They were not in agreement. They were, they were, they were, dis they were disagreeing. They could not. They had already had the first Continental Congress in 1775. Now, in the spring of 1776, they're back in Philadelphia again for the second Continental Congress. This time, that they they're going to they remained open. They had not sent a day. They had not adjourned, and they were going back and forth, sending delegates back and forth. And they had sent a, a letter to the the monarch, to the crown, to the king of England. Uh, with, their with their grievances, with the list of grievances, and they were pleading to, to address these grievances and to allow them to, um, to represent themselves, to legislate themselves, to set up their own government in the colony and not be under a crown that they had no representation. They couldn't, they couldn't get on a boat easily and go to England and go before the king to redress their grievances. They needed a parliament. They needed a government. They needed and, and taxation without representation and all those other things. So now they get the answer back. And when they get the answer back, the answer is if you guys all persist in your course of action, the recourse is you're going to be labeled as, tra as traitors, treasonous, and you're all going to be hung. And that moment when their backs were against the wall unified them. So the declaration, we're going to bring up this slide here, and we'll, I reference it a couple of times. The declaration has four anchors that are dependent on the very laws of nature and nature's God. You see on the screen there. First anchor is that the rights of man are God-given and unalienable, as I mentioned. So the first anchor is the rights of man are God-given and unalienable. So as I've already mentioned, that means that what God has enshrined in rights, what God has put forth in rights, government cannot touch them. Government cannot deprive them without an absolute solid foundation of the very laws of nature, nature's God. So if you commit murder and you break the Ten Commandments, then therefore the government is an instrument against evil and steps in. But if the government becomes evil itself, it, and this goes back to Romans 13 again, a proper interpretation of Romans 13. If the government becomes evil itself and now is violating the good that is, it is <clears throat> enshrined in the very laws of nature and nature's God. The laws of nature meant the laws that is, that, that is revealed by God in creation. Natural law, the natural order. And the laws of nature's God 
they understood very clearly to be the law that was revealed in the scriptures. Okay, over 40% of the writings of the founders of the signers of the declaration, over 40% of their writings back and forth to each other, of their letters, uh, were Bible quotes. They were quotes from the scriptures. They relied on the word of God. They relied on the laws of nature, uh, uh, on, on, on the Ten Commandments. They relied on what was revealed here about natural law, the order that God had uh, uh, ordained. One man, one woman, marriage, family, life, laws, uh, uh, taxation, elections. All these things, by the way, that the pastors actually used to teach on. The Black Robe Regiment. The second anchor that was enshrined in the Declaration of Independence is that the purpose of government, the sole purpose of government, is to do what? To secure those rights that God gave. No other purpose, government, the main purpose, right? Remember, the government is an instrument, Romans 13, is an instrument to come against evildoers. God, the government is one magistrate. The government is one ruler. It's one server. It's not the only ruler. It's one ruler to come against the evildoers and secure the rights of the evildoers because evildoers break rights. Evildoers coming against you. If someone commits theft, they've now broken the Ten Commandments. And so they've taken something from you. They've committed evil. So now government comes in and steps in. Civil authority. But what if government itself becomes a, a, a thief? What if government themselves become murderers? What if government be themselves become blasphemers and an abomination and evildoers? Well, now go to number three. Number three anchor that the consent that the government gave, the purpose of civil government is given by what? Or the power of the civil government is given by what? It's given by the people. The consent of the governed, the people. We, the people. This is such a unique experiment in the way our nation was formed. It's an incredibly unique uh, way. The, the, the most freest republic. We are a constitutional republic, folks, on this day. Let's remember that. Let's have that conversation with our families. How about today? You go and do me a favor. Read the Declaration of Independence to your loved ones at your barbecue, at your party. Read it. Meditate on it. Understand what the purpose was. If nothing else, read the first two paragraphs and the last paragraph, which we'll get to in a minute. And so if the government in this nation is formed by the consent of the governed, that means that we, the governed, also have the right to remove our consent. As the Declaration says, you have a right to alter. Let me get to this here. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, those rights, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them, to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. How is your safety and happiness nowadays? Have you gone in a city? Have you seen what's going on in these cities in America? The rampant, violent, lawlessness crime? Do you want to go downtown Chicago? Do you want to go downtown LA? Do you want to go downtown anywhere? And so I think it's time. I think it's time that we call for a new form of government. Now you go, Sharon, we like our form of government. I agree. But we have to call for this government to be disbanded. We have to call for the states to take their rights back. We have to call for the states to, to take their consent back. If this federal government is going to be this corrupt, then in my opinion, there's got to be something else and that's what I talked about on Sunday. If you watch the message on Sunday, please. If you did not, that I believe that if this nation now is coming to a point of division, then God has got something else, some other way that we're going to be governed. He destroyed the Babylonians in one night and he raised up the Persians. 
And the Persians ended up being a blessing to the Israelites, even though they were still in captivity. The Persians ended up being a blessing. So now, here it is, the fourth anchor that I just read to you. That now, if the government becomes tyrannical, if the government forfeits its right to rule over us because it has become despotic, criminal, lawless, evil, now it is incumbent on the next lower magistrate to restore the rule of law. Because lawlessness can never be counteracted by, or, or lawlessness must be counteracted by lawful actions. It can never be counteracted by further lawlessness. We can't be anarchists. We can't say, no, we're going to reject government altogether. No, we need good government. And so therefore, the right of the government gets forfeited. It's up to us to remind the government that if we gave you consent, we can pull our consent. And we must pull our consent now. We must live by obeying God and not man if the two are in contradiction. If government and God, that's why I have a brand new presentation that I'll be, that I'll be um, doing later this month here in Tennessee called The Battle Between Obeying God Versus Government. Right? Remember I had that t-shirt a while ago that said God is greater than government? And we had a show. We did a whole show on this, I think, um, that, that we had called God is Greater Than Government. I don't even know if we have that image anywhere. But, um, so, Dryer, do we have that image anywhere? So, um, this is very important for us to understand. That we are in that um, moment of, of, of decision. And the Declaration of Independence, our birth certificate as a nation, gives us the right, the right, to be able to do what? To be able to say no. And the Bible gives us the right. Romans 13 actually gives us the right. It's despite what you're, you've been taught, Romans 13 actually gives us the right to not obey the government when the government becomes an evil magistrate. You are not obligated to obey any magistrate if, the government become, if that magistrate becomes evil according to the word of God, according to the good of God. And so... The lower magistrate, well, if the federal government, then it's the state government, right? So the states exercise the 10th Amendment, pull their power back and say, no, we nullify the federal government. We're not going to obey you when, you when you are doing all these things. You're giving our power over to the World Health Organization. So we are going to say, no, we need our states to do that. And we didn't see that. We, we, we didn't see that during COVID. And, and uh, we saw that later in COVID with a handful of states. But we didn't see that in COVID. And, and we haven't seen it since, you know, for the last probably 100 years, really, the push of the states to really, really, truly nullify the federal government. And then, if it's not the states, it becomes the county. That's the lower, next lower magistrate, the county, the county sheriff, the county commission, the county prosecutor. Well, if it's not the county, then what? It's we, the people. And when they signed that declaration to our next slide, it became about now dependency on God. Because here's what they said. The Declaration of Independence was independence. You see the word independence on the screen there, folks? That means that they were dependent in something. It wasn't independence as in, we're, yes, we're separating. We want to be independent, but it was also dependency. Wait, wait, keep that back up, please, dry, because I didn't get to read it. And it said, the last paragraph, and for the support of this declaration that we just made, that we just put everything on the line with a firm reliance in the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor, folks. This is them saying, look, we have one way of, of, of doing this, and this is, we got to have protection on God's providence. If God does not step in into the matters of, ma of man, if God doesn't step in in this moment and protect us, we're, we're done. We're done, right? Because they were against all odds going against, at that time, the largest navy and the largest military in the world, in the history of the world, probably, uh, or at least very close to in the British military, the British Navy particularly. And they, they said what? We have to depend on God with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, on God's providence and God's protection, we 
step forward and pledge to each other. And so today I'm asking you to do two things. One, with your families, read the declaration. And if you're watching this after the fourth, doesn't matter. It's not too late. By the way, I'm so glad to be out of the quote-unquote pride month. And so we are declaring July to be liberty month. All right? So today, celebrate this. Mention this. Talk about this. July is liberty month. The liberty of the Lord, right? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. Amen? So we're going to celebrate the liberty of the Lord. Let this be the month that we renew our liberty in Christ. And we walk by the liberty of Christ. And we put our reliance on the liberty of Christ. So I want to end today by, number one, asking you, read the declaration, pray, declare in your home, declare to your friends, this is Liberty Month, not Pride Month, not celebrating what is evil in the eyes of God, but celebrating what is good in the eyes of God. Family, faith, the Word of God, and being a lawful people, a moral and religious people, as John Adams said, the Constitution is wholly inadequate for any other but a moral and religious people. And I want to end uh, today uh, by doing the second thing, and that is please read our Declaration of Dry. Let's go to the image that has the website link. Um, keep this up just for a second. So again, folks, go to our website, tilministry.com slash declaration. Read this declaration. And, and if you agree with it, put your name on it. And we did this especially, not just for pastors, not just for um, clergy, but for all Christians. And so I'm going to read it to you now. I, I want to read it very quickly for you because it is, um, and, and really, of course, it was after COVID because what we saw in COVID, we saw the government, we, we should have seen the motivation of the government. We should have seen what the purpose of COVID really was, was to shut down America and shut down the church. That was the real purpose of COVID. The demonic agenda behind COVID and so this is really coming out of COVID and post-COVID and, and, and the church failing and discerning, us really falling short and there's, there's grace and there's forgiveness and you'll see that in here, but it was about us coming to a place of recognizing we missed it. 90% of churches in this nation shut down. That's unbelievable. So here we go. Here's the preamble. We are living in the end times. And entering the days of sorrow, Matthew 24, 8. The Bible warns us that these are days of great delusion, deception, lawlessness, and a great falling away from the faith due to many not receiving the love of the truth in 2 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 12. The Bible exhorts that as we witness the fulfillment of prophecy in these end times, our hope must remain in Christ alone. Colossians 12 or Colossians 1.27, 1 Peter 1.13. Jesus declared in John chapter 8, 31, 32, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. By the power of the Holy Spirit, we shall know and walk in the truth and these will be the days of great courage, perseverance, and faithfulness in the remnant body of Christ as we occupy until he comes for us, Luke 19, 13. Due to the globalist agenda, the great reset, by the way, real quick, if you missed our show last Thursday on the United Nations, this is huge news, declaring a seven-year plan. Oh boy, did you miss this? The UN proposes a seven-year plan. Could that be the foundation of the tribulation? And could the Great Reset be that great covenant. The word there in Daniel 9 is gabar bereath in the Hebrew. It's a covenant that is strong or mighty or great. And so I put the supposition out there on Thursday, could the Great Reset be, come on, be the... No, no, bring the image up, please, Jaya. Could the Great Reset be the covenant of Daniel 9? Could it be? Please watch the show 
If you didn't get a chance, please, please go back and watch it if you didn't get a chance. Okay. So due to the globalist agenda of the Great Reset, which the Bible refers to as the coming beast system, Revelation 13, we are witnessing a long train of abuses from the arbitrary decrees of man and governments. These decrees are in violation of our constitutional rights and more importantly, in violation of the word of God. In particular, we must recognize, based on actual evidence, reasoning, and the discernment of the Holy Spirit, that the COVID pandemic and the subsequent lockdowns were evil, fraudulent, and served the enemy's greater purpose of ushering the world into the Great Reset and the beast system. The arbitrary decrees of man and governments were lies perpetrated to shut down the hope centers of our nation, biblical churches shut down our businesses and take away our livelihoods and reliance on God. Obedience to such arbitrary, unconstitutional, and unbiblical orders put followers of Jesus Christ at odds with our master and head of the church, of course, Jesus Christ. He commands that we do not forsake the assembling of believers together even as the day approaches. Hebrews 10 25. This verse is a divine commandment and we are enjoined to it, meaning we don't have the right to break it. We didn't have the right to shut down our churches for prolonged periods of time. We didn't have that right to declare that whatever the government governor says or the mayor says, we must obey in, in shutting down our churches or how we worship or how we take communion or how we pray over people. We should have said, no, that's not your jurisdiction. But we didn't. A remnant did, but the majority didn't. The agenda remains to destroy our will and obedience to God, to rob our children of a future, and to force us to wear a medical device on our face or inject our bodies and the bodies of our children with an unknown poisonous chemical that harms us much more than any virus. We must also, as the body of Christ, acknowledge that we lacked collective and individual discernment in not recognizing the globalist agenda of COVID. We missed the mark and must repent before God and make wiser decisions moving forward. The past is the past. We cannot change the actions or lack of actions we may have taken before, but we recognize that we must repent for being deceived, unduly influenced, giving in to fear or obeying immoral, unconstitutional decrees by deceived or corrupt government officials. We must commit to responding differently the next time around and rallying the troops of Christ to our future fight for truth and righteousness. Now comes to our declaration of dependence on God. Government officials have, have a duty to secure and defend our God-given, constitutionally protected rights. The First Amendment of the United States of America, the First Amendment to the United States Constitution guarantees the right of the people to peaceably assemble and to be secure in the free exercise of their religion. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, or the right of the people to peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances, end quote. That's, of course, from the First Amendment. During COVID, these civil representatives clearly, clearly transgressed their lawful authority with unchecked powers. We depended far too much on their authority, the ex expertise of, of medical professionals, you know, trust the science, and the deceptive lies of the media instead of dependence on God. As such, it is a must that God's people obey God rather than the decrees of man, Acts 5, 29. Our obedience to God will be a demonstration, listen please, our obedience to God will be a demonstration of our dependence on God. The more you obey, the more you're showing you're dependent on God. The more you obey the government, the more you're showing you're dependent on the government. Which one did we show in COVID? Which one did the Christians show during COVID? 
Dependence on that check from the government or dependence on the provider being God. As such, now we have seven pledges to wrap up this declaration. This is two pages. Number one, we will advance the cause of Christ and our Christ-centered convictions at all costs and without compromise. Amen. We will uphold the Constitution of, the, of our United States of America and our individual states. Amen. And by the way, that includes the Declaration of Independence. Number three, we refuse to conform to or condone unconstitutional mandates or decrees. Can I get an amen to that? Number four, we refuse to close down our churches, our businesses, or our meeting centers. Amen. Number five, we refuse to push any medical treatment, including masks, untested shots, etc., as being a spiritual or Christ-like responsibility or as safe and effective. We saw so many Christians, so many churches, so many pastors say, take the shots, wear the masks. It's to love others. To do it is what Jesus, remember Franklin Graham said, if Jesus was here, he'd tell you to take the shot. How dare you, Franklin? You need to repent, sir. You need to repent for making it a spiritual act to put an untested shot that has killed potentially a billion people between what COVID did and, and this on the planet. How dare they say that it was spiritual? It's Christ's love to put on a mask. It's Christ's love to shut down your churches. It's Christ's love not to see your family. Number, five, number uh, six, this is a big one, and this one stings. We will not be financially dependent on government by relying on them for aid to sustain the ministry we trust God to provide for, like the PPP money. Churches and businesses taking that money. I understand you didn't have no choice. I understand you did it, but now that you've done it, repent and say, Lord, next time I won't do it again. Next time we're going to rely on you. This took us by storm. It was a surprise. Most people didn't see it coming. I get it. There's grace. There's forgiveness. But just acknowledge that. And number seven, we as believers, pastors, ministry leaders, Christian fathers and mothers, Christian business owners, and medical professionals are united together to unapologetically give our personal support to all legislators and law enforcement that stand with us. If we have good guys in office, good guys in law enforcement, let's stand with them. Let's support them. Let's encourage them to nullify. Let's encourage them to exercise our county sheriffs, our county prosecutors, our county commission, our state governors, our state legislature. Let's encourage them to what? Obey God, do the right thing, honor your oath, follow the constitution. If you do so, we'll stand with you. And here's the end of our, our, our document. And for the support of this Declaration of Dependence, with a firm reliance on God's providence, provision, and protection, we mutually pledge to honor Christ and offer ourselves as holy and living sacrifices, giving our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred reputation. Just like they asserted that in the last paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, we are asserting this in the last paragraph of our Declaration of Dependence on God. So would you be willing to read that? Would you be willing to, again, go to the website? Let's bring up the link one more time, please. Tillministry.com slash declaration. Read it. Sign it. And live by it. Live by it. That's the only way we're going to get through the next season. That's the only way that we're going to get through what's coming is absolute 100% dependency on God for our lives, our fortunes. Our, uh, that means your paycheck, your job, your, your, your livelihood, how you're going to meet your bills and on our reputation. The honor, what people think of you. I don't care ultimately what people think of me. I care what God thinks of me. 
So today, as you celebrate with your family, have a blessed time. Be safe. Please don't burn anything down. Give an extra hug to your children, to your grandchildren, to your loved ones, to your spouse, to your family, to your siblings. Be bold with the gospel of Jesus Christ because this nation desperately needs Christ. Desperately. And I want to encourage you, draw closer to God. Get closer to God than you've ever been before. Make that commitment. I'm not keeping track of it. If you don't want to sign it, no problem. But folks, do it in your heart. It's between you and the Lord. Are you, am I, truly 100% dependent on God in every area of my life? There's a prayer. Holy Spirit, show me. Am I truly dependent on God? And if I'm not in some area, then bring about the circumstances Purge me of, of fear or anxiety, um, dependency on mammon rather than dependency on God. You can, we can't serve two masters, folks. And that's how they're going to get us, right? That's why they're doing digital ID. That's why they're doing digital currency. The globalist, the new world order is going to get us by our stomachs and our food and our finances because that's why the mark of the beast in Revelation 13 says what? You cannot buy or sell. You can't get the necessary things you need to feed your family, to, to live, to pay your bills, to, to put gas in your car. You can't do any of that stuff. To travel, you can't do any of that stuff if you don't obey and take the mark and follow the beast system. Well, if we trust in God, trust that God will provide and worst case scenario, folks, if he doesn't, and I go to be with the Lord that much sooner, that's better than succumbing to this beast system, this evil, ultimately being faithful and true, not compromising. So have a blessed day. Be safe. Be bold. And I want to say um, that... Hmm. 247 years, folks. Happy Independence Day today, right? We have that image that I had. It's, it's, so celebrate Independence Day. Remember, it's not 4th of July. It's Independence Day. Have a blessed Independence Day. And read that Declaration of Independence. And pray, meditate. What's next? What's going to happen to this nation? I don't know. What's going to happen? We'll see. By the way, Thursday night, um, we'll bring a new show to you, but it'll be pre-recorded. People have been asking me to comment on what's, what's going on in France and Western Europe. I believe Western Europe and France particularly is on the verge of collapse. And that's the, that's the entire purpose of the globalist, to cause the chaos and collapse. Folks, we've said this and said it, I'll say it again. As Western Europe goes, America will go. In years past, what you see in Western Europe is maybe five years, eight years, ten years down the road. But in recent years, what happens in Western Europe is maybe six months to a year down the road. And I'm going to be commenting on this for Thursday's show, what's going on in France. It's a leftist Islamic invasion. It's a leftist Islamic globalist collapse of Western Europe. They're using the Islamists, to, the Muslims, to collapse France. That's what the goal is. And now the French patriots are rising up. So um, tune in on Thursday at 8 o'clock Eastern. We'll be at our regular time, but it's going to be pre-recorded, so we want to have live comments. Um, it's a must-hear show if you want to know what's going on there because to know what's going to happen here next year. Remember, we have an election coming up. And Remember in 2019, right around this time in the fall, in the fall, we're not fall yet, but in the fall is when all the planning was going on to what they launched in 2020. And here we are, the fall of 2023 with an election in 2024. You know something's being planned. You know they're planning something. But God also has a plan. Don't lose hope.
Folks, if you want to support our ministry as we wrap up, please go to um, our website to make a secure donation, tillministry.com slash donate, tillministry.com slash donate. Please make a donation there one time. Uh, please help us stay on the air. Please help us pay our bills. Please help us to provide for the ministry. Please help us to keep traveling when we can. Remember, we don't charge anything when we travel. Uh, if you want to ma- do it online or if you want to do it by check, you can mail in a check to P.O. Box uh, four. 523, right there on the bottom of your screen, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. For Tennessee folks, it's Merville, Tennessee. Truth and Love Ministry. Please make the check to Truth and Love or Truth and Love Ministry. And then also, if you want to go a step further with us and join our Gideon Army, this is where we are praying for those 300 Gideons to join us, pray for us, and donate on a regular basis which helps us to budget better. We are so grateful for every single one of you who've donated to this ministry. We can't thank you enough and praise God for you. So uh, if you prayerfully consider a, a Gideon donation where you join us on a monthly basis, but thank you for every single one of you. Thank you for keeping us going. Um, we have exciting days ahead of us, but we have tough days. And this ministry seeks to not only expose the darkness, which we do, but also equip the saints. I hope today you've been encouraged to understand what this day is about what our independence is about, what the motivation was, and how we need a new declaration of dependency on God. We need to renew, I should say, we need to renew the declaration of independence, and we need to declare our dependency on God moving forward. It's the only way, folks. It's the only way that we can go forward with Christ. God bless you. Have a blessed day. Be safe out there. And love on your family. Love on your kids. Because don't take for granted this moment. Don't take for granted our freedom. Don't take for granted that you get to celebrate uh, while we're having our barbecues and our hot dogs and our hamburgers and our steaks. Don't take this for granted, folks. This can, like that, change in an instant, like in France or other parts of the world. It can change in an instant into devolving into chaos. So celebrate while we have this moment, but gear up for what's ahead. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll see you Thursday night here on Truth Today. Pastor Sharam Hadian saying, Have a great day.